Welcome to Game on Mole, the always evolving game show that gets you asking, is my teammate actively trying to sabotage me or just a bit dim? We have two teams playing against each other in a battle of wits. This week, we have our regulars Dicko and Selma Soul paired with Dean and Dan Hansen from one of the best bands in the country, Ballpark Music. Oh, also they are identical twins. One person is randomly and secretly designated as the mole. They could be on either team, even I don't know who it is. Their job is to make their team lose and remain undetected. Maybe it'll be one of the twins. Can you fool someone who shares the same DNA as you? Can you fool someone who has shared their DNA with half of Brisbane's queer scene looking at you, Selma? <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> <laughs> Being caught as the mole will have dire consequences. I'm your host, Eamon Clark. Let's meet our players. Over here, we've got original Australian Idol judge and, uh, you know, Sony BMG A&R bloke, reality TV legend Ian Dixon. How you going, Dicker? Oh, jack of all trades, master of none is what you're trying to say, Eamon. Hello, how are you all? We're good. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. What, what's what been different? Well, I've, I've actually got, um, I've been I've been working hard on my vegetable garden, living up, up in Mullaney, living the smug life up there. And I've actually brought a huge cucumber for you and Selma. Do with it, do with it what you want. But it is fresh from my garden this morning. Oh, is it one of those plastic covered ones? No, no. It's so unfortunately <laughs> you're going to have to eat it and not stick it up your uh, jacket. <laughs> damn it. Um, but yeah, I've, um, I, do you know, I saw a spider this morning at our house. Yeah. The biggest spider I've ever seen in Australia. <gasps> and it shocked me to the core. <laughs> and uh, me and my wife, Mel, were running around screaming like toddlers and uh, and and I actually had to get up on a stool, which I shouldn't do at my age, with the, with the vacuum cleaner. And suck it up. And Mel was saying, don't kill it, don't kill it. I said, well, what do you want to do with it? She said, well, we'll capture it and take it outside for the chickens. <laughs> I mean, great. So I can't kill it, but it can be pecked savagely to death and eaten by four yeah. chickens. Yeah. Silly woman. And I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. You're looking great. It looks like you've been... Uh, I've lost a, a bit of weight. Yeah. Um, yeah and fortunately, it's keto diet, not a terminal illness. Oh, okay. Which is great, yeah. No, I'm, um, I, turned, I turned 60 very soon, and I've got a target weight from when I go the big 6-0. Mm. And yeah, I'm, it's great. I'm starting to fit into youth clothes again. Which how are you, is great. How are you finding a keto diet? I, uh, it's a bit boring because I'm a massive fan of bread. Mm. So no bread, no chips, none of the good stuff really. But I'm going so hard on my keto that I can still drink alcohol. Ah. Yeah, that's the secret. So you're allowed to drink alcohol and keto? Yeah, okay. and, but you have to kind of temper it with a bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a, it's a real balancing act, this keto thing. <laughs> Going up against Dicko, we have drag superstar and Brisbane's premier trans pop star. Is that oh, yeah, safe to say off. anything? Yum. Selma Soul. Welcome, Selma. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Brisbane's premier trans pop star, Selma Soul. How do you describe your outfit today? Oh, I've come dressed as a giant anglerfish today. It's my favourite animal of the deep sea or yeah. of anywhere, really. Um, did well, you, you do know? look quite the catch. I must <laughs> well, don't get too close, you little boy. I'll snap you up. <laughs> Did you know, Eamon, that the male anglerfish is, like, minuscule and the yeah. female anglerfish is a hundred times the size of the male anglerfish? And the male anglerfish literally swims up to the female and is like, g'day, 
can I latch on to you for all of eternity until we both die? And then she's just like, yeah, come on. They literally merge skin. And then she's like, oi, can you come? And the male anglerfish just comes on demand and that's how they have babies. Oh, okay. I'm they just a- make for the rest of our lives, you and me, baby. I've never felt so close to an anglerfish. <laughs> <laughs> you can be much closer. <laughs> Next up, we have identical twins, the drummer and lead guitarist of Ballpark Music, Dean and Dan Hansen. Welcome, guys. G'day. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. First question um, is, I, I've known you for, for many years and I've never thought to ask you this. Why did your parents give you such similar names? I have no idea. It's a really good question. I have to ask. I'm sure they spoke about it. Like yeah. I have a daughter of my own and obviously speak a lot about names and I'm sure they were like, oh, it'd be funny to, you know, they're twins, you know, twins. Go out. <laughs> and, but then mum reckons if we were girls, I'd be Carly Rose and Dean was going to be Tammy Bree. So there's no. Um, okay. Well, we've come- Carly Rose and Tammy Bree. Yeah. I've worked with both of them yeah. at the beach. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I always think to myself. How terrifying it is that I was so close to being called Daniel. You know what I mean? I'm like, it could have gone either way. I don't know if they chose the first one that comes out, that's Dean. And then the second ones, or if they just went, oh, shit. I don't know. If you look up the definition of the names, it's like Daniel's like judged by God. You know, whatever. If you're a Bible person, go for it. But then Dean is like head of a faculty or group <laughs> yeah. of students like oh awesome that's inspiring yeah it really does reflect our personalities yeah those. i imagine it'd be quite difficult to fool each other if one of you was the mole um what do you think each other's strong points are what do you think dan's strong points are dean um well drums yeah because <laughs> <laughs> all real. of that goes in one ear and out the other for me and i've heard him talk about it for countless hours our entire lives yeah. which has made me sort of resent the drum kit but um yeah other than this that is cricket, family therapy he, he <laughs> likes sports he likes cricket i used to copy all his study notes so everything he's good at i'd hopefully be good at too so. and, and dan what about dean what is his strong points uh strengths would be dedication to any pursuit i oh, think yeah. he's yeah like if he sets his mind to something he's can really you know get quite good at it quite quickly Weakness, though, lack of direction, which means that there's not really any inspiration to um, go out and be dedicated to anything, yeah. unless I've done it first, in oh, which right. case he'll then catch up really quickly. Except so. for the drum kit. That's off. Yeah, it's his thing. Anyway. Boys, what's the most irritating assumption that people have about identical twins? I, it's, it's For me, it's just first when people are like, what's it like being a twin? When you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. That's always the that assumption that you're going to be like, it's like Mad Magazine, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. this crazy, but it's like, oh, I don't know, what's it like to not be a twin? You know, that's, yeah. yeah. It's also like socially kind of weird because if someone sees you and they might have met one of you, right, like weeks mm. ago, they look at you and they won't approach you for a conversation because the doubt is there that yeah. that's not the one that you met. So they kind of like look at you weird and I'm always like, people are so strange. Like I, I met this person a few weeks ago and then they're just like, I just wasn't sure whether I was going to come over to you and I'd be like, oh, no, that's... It uh, is funny. Like I've got a very good memory when I've met people and um, often I'll walk up to people I've never met before and they're like, someone's like, my friend's like, hey, this is my partner, such and such. And I'm like, yeah, we've never met. And they're like, yeah, we've met. And I'm like, oh, no, that's probably my brother and then it's just a bit awkward because yeah. like, you look like a dick because 
you're like, I don't remember you, but I'm like, no, no, I'm certain we haven't met. So it's a bit weird. Yeah, just need that to is be more weird. friendly. Yeah. Maybe don't get the name badges out, Eamon. So. <laughs> <laughs> do people ever call, do you ever use that as an excuse if you've forgotten someone? 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if I've forgotten them, do I? But I will be like, oh, look, you must have met my brother, but, you know, meet one of us, meet us all sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have <laughs> a history a of fully committing when someone assumes I'm Dan and mm. then just like pretending I'm him. Just saying, and, you know, oh, which is oh, pretty. People worst. are like, "How's how's your daughter? How's your wife?" I'm like, "Oh, they're so good. They left they're me. great." <laughs> I don't have a daughter. Yeah, I, do I, have a wife. I tend to fully commit when people mistake me for Mark Holden as yeah. well. You got it. <laughs> Always wanted that touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to tell someone I'm not the person you think I am. No, I, I always give him up. Anxious. I'll go to like the same coffee shop the next day, and they'll be like, "You were in here yesterday," and I'll be like, "I'm so sorry. That was my twin brother. He <laughs> pretended to be me. You asked him about my daughter. He was like, she's great,' and then." Like, oh wow, that's super weird. I'm like, I'll, lying, but I'll bring him in next time so I can, you know, warm him up and yeah. You should share a um coffee loyalty card if that's a problem. Yeah. Oh, we did, we've done that. Yeah, yeah. Do, you sh- do you share gym memberships as well, too, and things like that? No, um, I can tell only one of us goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we've met our players, we need to designate a mole. I'm gonna hand out these cards. Three of them say player, one of them says mole. Just have a look and hand it back. Our mole has been chosen. They know that they're the mole. Let's get into the game. We've got five rounds, some of them individual and some as a team. Now, this first round is individual. And we're going to start with Dicko here. A correct answer will get you 100 points. An incorrect answer will lose you 50 for your team. Beginning with T, what is the name of the Greek dip made from the cured roe of the cod? Taramasalata. That is correct. And well it's, done. yeah, the stuff you get in the supermarket, it often has food coloring because when you have it in Greece, it's very pale, not pink at all. Mm. Oh, really? Yes. I like the pink color though. Leave it alone. I, I, no, of course, happy pride. <laughs> happy pride indeed. Now, on your team, Dicko, we'll, we'll, we'll go to Dan. Beginning with B, what is the cricketing slang term for when a player is hit in the helmet by a ball? Um. We were told that cricket was one of yeah, your strong yeah. points. Yeah, and they're hit in the helmet. Yeah. Um, well, I would say a bouncer. It's badged is what I was looking oh, for. Yeah, badged. Okay. Oh, I would have said castled, but that's not a B, is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Castled is when you get bowled out, man. Oh, Come man, on. I don't know. Domed. <laughs> I lied about Dinked. this cricket strength. You, yeah. So you guys are big cricket fans. You played at the cricket recently too at the Gabba, was it? Yeah. Yep. How was that experience? It was awesome. It's always weird playing in a stadium. Mm. It's the second time we've done it and it was much better than the first. I think the first you have all of the expectations of playing in a stadium and it's really not very glamorous. There's no one very close except for kids who are like, Oi, I love your band, sick one. And you're like, you don't know who we are. (laughs) And um, most people are watching on the big screen. But this one was really cool. felt far more relaxed and able to just like do our thing and, you know, know that it's sort of projecting into screens and there's fireworks. and It's the best day of work ever. Yeah. They go, hey, do you want to come play a few songs and we'll give you money and then you can stay and watch this match of cricket did, did and you... we'll give you drinks and food. And... I, do you know what? It's yeah. funny. I'm, I, I must admit I'm a massive sports fan and a massive music fan. I don't like a mixed at all. Mm. I don't think music has any place at sporting events. That's yeah. hilarious. No, I just, I just don't like it. It just feels like a shitty marketing um, like ploy by people who 
marketing a shit sport. If it's not good enough to get people there in the first place, you know, don't put bloody, you know, snow patrol on there. <laughs> oh. We we played at the Australian Open once too. Did you do that what, as the well? golf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the tennis. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, done, done that. that. I tell people that. I'm like, I played at the Australian Open. They're like, well, I'm like, it was in a band and a stage next to the band. Yeah, yeah, that's more of a festival kind of setup. Yeah, it is funny. I, you know, I like getting in front of lots of people who might not have seen the band before mm. and then, you know, trying to win them over. The yeah. longer you go, the less you feel like you have to win people over, but that challenge kind of keeps you on your toes. But at the same time, there's just as many people who don't really care that you're there. No. So, you know, yeah, it sort of win some, you lose some. Did uh, did some say hello, motherfuckers, to the Gabba? No, not, but but they let us swear Because he's in fond some of, of the that, songs. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, if someone said, make sure you don't say that, he probably would have said it. Because you yeah. do famously, or he does famously drop the C-bomb in the first line of one of your big songs. Yep. Yeah. Iconic. Oh, yeah. I remember I was DJing at the uh, Commonwealth Games and I put that on um, and then immediately got, like, glared at. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there's um, it's a song called Exactly How You Are. And but, um, he said chaps. Yeah, oh, well, some yeah. people have messaged and been like, or people have told me, they're like, oh, yeah, it's so funny, my... um. 12 year old graduated year six and they had your song as the oh, and like yeah no, it was exactly no. how you are and i'm like oh. okay there's no public clean version of the song so like yeah anyway you know, it is what it is so dicko and uh dan are on 50 points let's see if uh selma and dean can do any better selma yeah. in 1963 valentina tereshkova became the first woman to go where oh um antarctica that's incorrect. It was space. What the fuck? Well, I think the secret was the Russian name. I cosmonauts. Come on, come on. I, I <laughs> space race. Also, yeah, nineteen sixty-three. I was there. It was good time. <laughs> I loved it. I thought. I kept on thinking. I was like, oh, it's around Pride. Maybe it's like, yeah. yeah maybe it was the first gay woman to go to Antarctica. <laughs> was my thought. You don't care about the achievements of women. Is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do care about the achievements of women. No, you should say I don't care about the achievements of Russians. <laughs> oh, you're right. Shut up. Dean, what work can refer to both a part of a standard electric guitar and a section of a song? The bridge. The bridge oh. is correct. Well, it was done. a nervous, nervous uh, pause then, wasn't there? It I really was. Russian question and then bridge. I had the next pick, pick up in my mind immediately and then I was like, you know, in a song where it yeah. goes to a faster uh, section yeah, and I was up. like, no, 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 that's not an actual <laughs> yeah. part of a song. Yeah, that's as soon as you said guitar part, I was just like, pick up, pick up, pick up. It's, it's all that scar you've been listening to. <laughs> yeah. pick it up. <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for scar, yeah. Um, yeah. Some guitars have chorus in built too, though, don't they? Anyway. Do they? Something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, Selma and Dean are on 50 points. Dicko and Dan are on 50 points too. Love it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hand out some whiteboards. Everyone grab a whiteboard. Right. Okay, round two. This is 200 points per answer. I'm going to ask you a question you need to answer individually on your whiteboards. Try not to uh, give out any indication of whether or not you know the answer because the mole will pr prey on that. Both of you need to have the same correct answer to get the 200 points. Okay, question one. In the 18th century, which Australian animal was known as a monkey bear? All right. Okay. Everyone's locked in their answers. Dicko, what do you have? Um, I feel it has to be the koala. Koala. Okay. 
Dan, what have you got? Koala. That's correct. Hey. Yes. Points over here. Dean, what do you have? Koala. A koala and Selma. I'm going to look like the fucking mole right now because I wrote koala and then I crossed it out and wrote possum because I thought monkeys to me are more agile than a fucking koala. Those things don't even know what a leaf is. I think the monkey part is just the tree part versus the bear part. Okay, well, sorry for my higher plane of thinking. <laughs> like possums look like monkeys and sort of rodent berry-like. I get it. Yeah. 200 points to Dicko and Dan. All right. Which sport is played over four periods of 15 minutes with only two of the seven players per team able to score? Selma, we'll start with you. What have you got? I'm really, I'm really struggling today, I feel. Possum I said cricket because I thought there was a theme, but I'm now thinking it's fucking netball. Yeah, cricket's played over four. I don't know. Minutes. It's yes. a sports How do they question. stretch that out for five days, I wonder? Dean, what did you have? All right, netball. Netball? Yeah. Netball is correct. Dan, netball. Uh, netball yeah. Dicko, netball. Mm. Okay. I'm really sorry, Dean, and I can it's assure right. you I'm not the mole. I forgive you. This is a new edition. It's called the Love It or Hate It game. I'm going to ask you to tell me a song that you love and everybody needs to answer honestly except for the mole who needs to tell me something that they hate. I'll obviously choose answers that could go either way easily. Dicko, what's a song that you love? song that I love is um, Can't Get You Out of My Head, Kylie Minogue, um, in honour of Pride Week, of course. Um, She was called the singing budgie when she first arrived in the UK, everyone derided her, mainly you Aussies, didn't see any value in her. She was with Stock Aitken and Waterman, the heat machine, and they just turned her into a pop powerhouse. And I don't think she's had a finer moment than na, 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 na. With that beat, that just chugles along and makes me shake my fat ass. (laughs) Oh, I want to see it. Dan, what's the song that you love? Um, mine is the song Black Star by David Bowie, which okay. was, I think, the first taste of the record he put out just before he passed away. Mm. And um, it was, like, such an amazing um, sign-off from Bowie to the world but also just was uh, broke all the rules, so mm. unconventional and was so refreshing and inspiring for me, you know, going into making music and being like, ah, sometimes you can throw the rule book out. Were you a big Bowie fan before that? Well, not really, no. Oh, really? No, so no. So you, you, you came to him late. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, like I always wait for things to come into to my life. To almost die. I, I, yeah. yeah, look, or be dead for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't seek things out like that. If anyone, If anything's on trend, I tend to like – you know, keep my distance until it washes over me at some point, which is when I feel like I'm discovering something for the first time. You can discover the Beatles now and still be like, wow, this is this amazing new band, you know. So, And that was kind of Bowie for me. Nice to be introduced so late in the piece but also feel so inspired by that, you know, complete freedom and approach to music. What I liked about that album too is he really sounded like an old man in it. Yeah, He wasn't trying to hide that or try and stay sound relevant or anything you just sounded kind of like a frail old man yeah and he had just gun musos come and play too he's just like let's execute all of this craziness just as well as we possibly can and that meant there wasn't a lot of limits either so Mm. much of it was yeah yeah very um explorative right up to the end which is cool okay so on this side we've got black star and can't get you out of my head selma what song you love i love the song um utopia by goldfrapp 
Um, it's just got these very high operatic screamy sort of notes throughout the whole thing and it's um it's been sampled in a lot of hip-hop songs as well it's got a really classic violin line in it um but it's one of my favorite numbers to perform as well i do two different versions of it one of them is i come out on stage and i put shaving foam all over my body and i'm completely naked and it gets all on my face and there's all these colors that mix into it and to look on people's faces in the audience when I'm completely naked, covered in shaving foam is like you're having a K-hole experience. <laughs> and uh, Dean, what's the song you love? Uh, Nine to Five, Dolly Parton. Okay, a classic. Yep. Yeah, it's, a, it's an absolute banger of a tune. Yeah. It's, um, I remember a specific memory of listening to it oh, when we were 11 uh, growing up. We went to Europe for like five months and travelled around in a camper van like with our parents and it was, I don't know, I don't remember much about the actual trip itself, like the beautiful mountains and old buildings and stuff, but I just remember listening to that song, just having the biggest laugh. It's still um, a song that Dan brings up a lot. It's in, always in his travel playlist <laughs> and, you know, just I think it's for that reason, yeah. It's one of those songs that has an amazing verse as well as a great chorus. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is kind it's of It's just rare. a, it's a, I guess like the music we make as a band is kind of like upbeat, up-tempo stuff with like lyrics that are a little bit drab sometimes, yeah. you know, and it's kind of a similar-ish vibe to that song. Like some of it's like, you know, it's working class. It's like things aren't that great sometimes, but the song itself is just like, I feel like that song loses its way in the final third, though, and just repeats over and over again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because it's it's full of promise, nine to five. Yeah. And then you get into the second half of it, you go, oh, I've heard this. Yeah. I agree. I think if you're sitting and listening, you may skip. If you're up dancing, you might yeah. use it oh, to well, just... There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you have it. Did you know, I looked this up recently too, Dollywood, it's open 10 till 7 p.m. Oh, what a missed opportunity. That. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> because I'm a musician, I sometimes walk around the house to my wife's disdain being like, working five to nine. And she's <laughs> like, fuck you, mate. <laughs> now, Dicko's answer of can't get you out of my head seems a bit moly to me, but also if he was a mole, he could have really easily thrown that Taramasalata question. So, mm, Absolutely. Sure. I thought Satsiki... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's you know. garlic and yeah. cucumber. Yeah, I mean, no fish row. Yeah, you're not great on condiments. Still no so good for yeah, vegans. I'm not. I'm no good on condiments. No, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Quick update on scores. So uh, Dean and Tom are on fifty points. I'm sorry, Dan. Dan and Dicko are on four hundred and fifty oh. points. Oh, oh bit wow. of work to do. Oh. Shit. I wonder which that. side the mole's on. <laughs> <laughs> All of that could change with the next round. Round three. Now this will be. Played in teams. It's 100 points per answer, 50 points for a steal. For this round, you'll be working as teams. Like I said, I have a list of topics and their point amounts. We're going to take turns choosing one topic each. Some of the questions will have multiple answers. Once you give me an incorrect answer, the opposing team has a chance to steal. So start with the ones you're most confident with. Dean, I'll get you to choose a, uh, a question for me. The topics that we have this week are 90 sitcoms for 200 points, The King's Mindset for 200 points, the Human Race for 400 points and Dust Neighbor for 400 points. Which one would you like? Uh, I'm going to go with The Human Race. The Human Race for 400 points. Who are the four non-human Mario Kart 64 playable characters? Time starts now. Toadstool. Yep. The Skeleton. Yeah, I guess he's a mushroom. Not a yeah, human. not at all. <laughs> um, um, the Turtles. 
um, the little potato fox and um, ghost. Is it is oh, Yoshi? Uh, is Yoshi the dinosaur? Yeah, actually, yeah. Do you want to? It's got oh, toadstool. Yoshi. How long have I got? Yeah, we can. Both of us can answer if you want. You answer. Oh fuck. Selma. Selma, give me your four, please. <laughs> Yoshi. Correct. Yes. Potato fox. Potato. F- so potato. potato. The little squishy potato fox. Potato fox is not correct. <laughs> but like, dude, you know <laughs> what I'm munchkins? talking about, right? Is, throw it over to the, is that the official? Going to throw it over to the other team. You've got 10 seconds. I'm See, I've, I've never played this. I don't play video <laughs> games, so yeah. I might have to defer to you, sir. Okay. I think there's definitely Bowser um, as the boss. Um, and then Cooper is one of the turtles. And then... Um, Go for it. Dan, like give me your points. I think Bowser. Bowser is correct. Yes. Um, and then... Can I say toadstool? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> and one last one. No, I want to one. go with. Can I say tails? Oh, it's not. It's Donkey Kong, is what I was looking oh. for. Oh, that's right. Tails must be a. And tell me about tails po- is Sonic. Do tell me about oh, potato fuck. You. you know um, the thing that Mario jumps on all the time. The little. What are they called? What are they munchkins called? They're like grumbles. Yeah, munchkins. Or They're called go- goombas. 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 Yeah. 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 I was thinking of the Goombas because in the latest Mario Kart, you can play a Goomba. Right. And they're really gross and cute. Dan, I'll get you to choose a uh, question for me. Okay. I'm going to choose Dust Neighbor. We'll go for another 400. This is good. Which four countries does Germany share its longest borders with? Oh. Okay. So, um, it's France. Yeah. France, um, Switzerland. Yeah, there's Austria. Holland and Austria. Yeah. Um, and Belgium. Always. Um, so probably France is the longest. I would say Holland is the second longest. Heading east is Czech Republic. Czech Republic, yes. Poland. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, Dan's bust in. What are your answers? France. So who said Dan. that? Me. Dan's bust yeah. in. So yeah, so France. France. I'm going to say Czech Republic. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. France is incorrect. Oh. So we'll throw it over to the other team. We've got 10 seconds. Someone's got to buzz in. All right. I reckon Czech Republic because he said it a million times. Okay. Um, you buzz in then. Just answer because oh. I don't do geography or geology. Dean. Or sport. Or know, first space. guess, Czech Republic. Correct. And then Austria. Correct. And then. Switzerland. Incorrect. Ah, but good good stealing. The other two were the Netherlands and Poland. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I thought Poland, Poland was the yeah. So I'm surprised that France is not got a long border, being a big country. Yeah, not not as long as the other ones. Does yeah. the Swiss border kind of encroach a little bit so they share? Who cares? Yeah, I know, exactly. Switzerland was just a country invented to annoy most Europeans, wasn't it? Yeah, they sort of do Sitting both. Sitting on there, the fence. Speak both languages a little <laughs> bit and stuff. That's bad for many sides. Beautiful we, country, though. We, I have a good um, traveling in Switzerland story, yeah. if, if you want it. Please. Um, so we um, went over to Europe to play some shows and we had a show in Paris and it didn't sell well at all. And Paris will just cancel your show. If it doesn't sell well, they'll just like put something else on. So Classic we, Paris. day we oh. arrived, um, traveling all that time, they were like, hey, your Paris show's off. This is, you know, going back a bit. But we were like, okay, maybe there's no reason to go to Paris then. Um, so we'll go to Switzerland. We went to a place called Montreux, which is like Montreux Jazz Festival. 
um, right at the um, this beautiful massive lake. Is that um, Lake Geneva? Yeah, I think yeah, it is Lake, lake Geneva. Geneva yeah. yeah. So we were like, okay, one day we'll go for an adventure, and it's um, it's Switzerland on one side, and then is the other side goes into. It's, we went into France. France, like, yeah. and we were like, we'll go for a drive around, and we we'll, and we hit the border into France and there was nobody manning the border at all. It was big boom gates. They were all open and we were like, great, let's just, we'll just drive through. There's no one here. Drove for about 20 minutes and it wasn't much to see. We were like, I don't know how far we'll get. We head back into Switzerland. We got back and everyone must have come back from lunch break and they had all the boom gates down and all of the immigration there. (laughs) And Jen and I in the band were the only ones that had our passports. And they basically pulled the car up. And they were like, there's two people in the front and they're like, you guys carrying any passengers? Open the back door where we're all like, hey, yeah, it's five of us being smuggled in. They're like, you got your passports? Only two of us had them. We're like, we're staying over there. We can see the accommodation. And these poor immigration officers were just shaking their heads like they couldn't believe it. Basically, we're going to all get sent to prison. And then they're like, where are you from? We're like, from Australia. Like, oh, you know, we didn't know we needed our passports. And they went and had a chat for like five minutes and came back and gave us the most condescending chat Mm. about, look, here in a a developed country like Switzerland, we actually need our passports to go from country to country. And like, we were like, like, oh, okay, oops. Oh, duh, like, sorry. They literally went like, you know, when you're on a plane and you, (laughs) and then you land and you need your passport. They're like, yeah, here. We, and they literally you can were like, drive now on your way, you crazy yeah. monkey bears. <laughs> literally, yeah, just in your pop. And it was like, oh, man, it was a, you're just like, go Australia, you know. I'm so glad people think so little of us that they were like, <laughs> they're not criminals, they're just Australians. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I've got an Australian passport and a British passport now and I haven't travelled on, travelled on my British passport in a long time because... I get so much better received. I get so better reception from telling people I'm Australian yeah. than yeah. English. I didn't realise we were just seen as such arseholes. Selma, I'll get you to choose a question topic for me, please. Uh, here we go. Falling down another hole. I'm going to go uh, 90 sitcoms. 90 sitcoms. Which two sitcoms that premiered in 1993 had characters named Niles? Uh, Niles from the nanny, the nanny and Niles um, from Fraser. Was there a Niles and Fraser? Is it Giles? Giles. I'm, I'm gonna Selma's buzzed in. I'm gonna say the nanny. The nanny's correct. And I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Fraser. Fraser is correct. Fraser, yes. sorry, Fraser. Fraser um, Island. Yeah. Fraser. <laughs> yeah, I love Fraser. <laughs> Oh, baby, I hear them going to go. I think that show is called Gurry now, actually. <laughs> um, so that leaves uh, you two with Dick and Dan with The King's Mindset. We'll okay. go for it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Which two hit singles by Elvis had the word mind in their titles? Oh, what, um, Suspicious Minds and... Mm. I don't mind. Yeah, I'm not sure. Go. Yeah, go it goes buzzed in. Suspicious minds. Correct. And I don't mind. Mm, I'm not going to pay that. Sorry, we'll throw it over to the other team. You've got ten seconds. Mind your own business. <laughs> I don't know. Mind my shaky legs. How many songs did Elvis? And somebody mind my big yeah. sandwich while I go to the toilet. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I'm going to buzz in just Selma. for the sake of it. Selma. My mind. 
Oh, they, they were close. It's always on my mind. Uh. Summer, do you have any good drag queen names that you've come up with recently? Oh, no, not really. I've really been leaning into, um, I like just one word names for drag performers now. Like um, we've had Bag of Chips. Bag of Chips is hilarious, but um, I just like a queen called Bone. Bone. Yeah, her name's just Bone. Okay. That's it. I saw there's there's a local queen called Sarah Problemho. Oh, Sarah Problemho is an icon (laughs) and is a fucking problem, trust. (laughs) Sarah is an icon and, yeah, such a good Aussie name. I love it. Well, let's give a quick update on the scores. Team Selma uh, is on 450 points. Yes. Dicko and Dan are on 650 points. Very much. Good work. Still in it. Very close. Anything could happen. Let's get into round four. It's a this or that question. A correct answer gets you 100 points. An incorrect answer loses you 50 points. And there's no steals. We'll start over on this side with Dan and Selma. Dean. Sorry, Dean and Selma. I forgive you. Dan and or Dean. (laughs) Dan and or Dean and Selma. You're confusing me now. (laughs) This is called Blackjack or Jack Black? Is this the name of a variation on the game of Blackjack or a film that features Jack Black? <laughs> First up, face up. Dean. Dean. I'd say variation of Blackjack. That's correct. Dead Man Walking. Selma. Selma. Blackjack. That's a Jack Black film. I'm sorry. I was going Blackjack. <laughs> yeah. Nacho Libre. Selma. Selma. That's that's Jack Black. <laughs> Correct. And perfect pairs. Dean. Dean. Uh, poker? Oh, Blackjack? Blackjack is correct. <laughs> poker. I don't even remember what wrong. the game yeah. is. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> Same questions, Dicko and Dan. A double attack. Jack Black. That's correct. No, sorry. No, it's not. Hey, <laughs> 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 Incorrect. It's a uh, it's, uh, blackjack. I'm sorry. Year one. Dicko. Jack Black. Jack Black is correct. Awful movie. High Fidelity. Dicko. Dicko. He's uh, Jack Black. Correct. Great movie. Mm. And Switch. Dan. Dan. Jack Black. Incorrect. Uh, that's what I meant. I meant blackjack. to say blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Just actual answer Selma. Switch. Selma, do you have any thoughts on who the mole might be at this point? Look, um, at this point, with all the wrong answers that I've given myself, um, but I would... It's actually hard to pick. Um, the 9 to 5 for me was a bit of a thrown, throw off for me. I was like, I don't really know you all that well, and I was a bit like, 9 to 5, interesting. Okay, yeah. cool. But I would... Dicko's been playing it very cool. Can I just say, if if Dean hated 9 to 5, Dan would know for mm. sure. Yeah. Because they they would listen to it together, so he he would he would give away. Yeah, but yeah, in fact, that whole love it or hate it is very high risk for identical twins. It is, yeah, and that's no way to hide there, is there? I also think that um, these two might have an unspoken bond in the way that. They would never throw each other under the bus, regardless of whether they knew or maybe, not. Maybe, maybe they, like, yeah, maybe they got a pact and they're just fucking. Maybe with they're us both today. them yes. all. Yeah, I, look, I, I think it's one of the twins, but I can't work out if it's Danny DeVito or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Who's who? Go on. We still got more questions in this round. Selma, I'll take it. And Dean, identify the animals from the literal translations of their names in Mandarin. So. 
you know, the, the Chinese have a very beautiful way of naming animals. Okay. Bag rat. Which animal has a name that translates as bag rat? Bag rat could be kangaroo. Selma. Selma. Kangaroo. Correct. Yeah, nice. That's what I was thinking too. Cat head eagle. Selma. Selma. Owl. Correct. Bear cat. Selma. Selma. I'm going to say lion. Incorrect. It's a panda. <laughs> and a sea piglet. Maybe an otter? Yeah, I'd say it's either, it could be a um, seal or a, uh, one of the big Dean. ones. Dean? A walrus? It's a dolphin, unfortunately. Oh, good guess. Dolls. Dan and Dicko. Ocean elephant. Same question. Dan. Is it a dugong? Oh, it's a walrus. Oh, hey, I was just one question ahead. Oh, oh they're the same from the same family. Thinking about Tusk. <laughs> I gave you the answer. I can't believe you. That would have been the best just for the sake of the podcast. Like, oh, what a lead in. Like, yeah, <laughs> terrible. Tree lazy. Dicko. Dicko. I'm saying sloth. Sloth is correct. Or you can say sloth. It's a bit sloth. Sloth. Roth. Stinky weasel. Dicko. Dicko. Skunk. Correct. And a business goose. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> the duck? No, it's a, <laughs> it's penguin. a penguin. Yay! <laughs> business <laughs> goose. That's it's incredible. Goose. It's like a goose with a, a tuxedo. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody wears a tuxedo. Actually, it sounds like most of the music industry, to be honest. Oh. Business oh. goose, get him. <laughs> Non-taken. <laughs> You've made quite a comeback in this uh, round, Dean and Selma. You're on yep. 800 points. <gasps> Dan and Dicko are on 850 points. Ah, it's it not a lot, in it? It's not. It all comes down to this final round, the quick fire round. 200 points per correct answer. An incorrect answer will lose you 200 points. So this is where the mole can really make a bit of a difference in the scores. You've all got our buzzers ready. Okay, time starts. Now, beginning with M, what is the name for the part of a gun that stores cartridges and moves them into the magazine? Correct. What is the name of the Hasbro strategy board game that involves a map of the world divided into 42? Dicko. Risk. Correct. Which Australian food product has the slogan, flavor you can see? Shapes. Correct. Which American skateboarder has the nickname Birdman? Dan. Tony Hawk. Correct. Which character from Greek mythology ended up killing his father and marrying his mother? Dan. Hades. Oh, is Oedipus. What is the name of the type of Japanese poem with 17 syllables? Dicko. Haiku. Correct. Beginning with T, what is the name of the giant kettle drum that's sometimes used in orchestra? Dicko. Timpani. Correct. Which Holden car shared its name with a city in California famous for its beaches? Dicko. Dicko. Malibu. Correct. According to the popular phrase that uh, originated in the 1930s, what item of a liar's clothing is said to be a light? Dicko. Pants? Correct. <laughs> Lila <Lilo>, pencil fire. <laughs> what type of food gives uh, Popeye the Sailor Man super spinach? Someone correct. Which 1991 film had a villain called the T1000? Terminator. D. Oh, it's Terminator 2. I'm sorry. Which famous <laughs> person was the teddy bear named after? Dicko. Theodore Roosevelt. Incorrect. It was Bear Grylls. No, I'm just kidding. Correct. <laughs> which fad from the uh, late 2000s involved people taking photos of themselves lying down flat? Which for Planking. Dan. Correct. <laughs> what is the name of Harry Potter's pet owl? Dean. Dean. Hedwig. Correct. 
Added to the Oxford English Dictionary in 2018, what six-letter word means bad-tempered or irritable as a result of lack of food? Dan. Hangry. Correct. Which Jeep car model was named after the largest indigenous tribe of the United States? Cherokee. Correct. What is the two-letter name for the uniform worn in karate and jiu-jitsu? Tico. Key. Correct. Beginning with A, what word is used to describe a cricketer adept at both batting and... Dan. All-rounder. Correct. Who was the emperor of Japan during World War II? Tico. Hirohito. Correct. What is the three-letter name for a strong, localized, narrow current of water which moves directly away from the shore? Dean. Dean. Correct. R.I.P. And that is the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The results are in. But first, I want you to vote who you think the mole is. So write down on your uh, whiteboard who you think the mole is. Don't let anyone see and keep it turned over. Oh, yeah. You haven't done your, like, general sweep of everybody mm. yet about... <laughs> I, um, I've never actually been incorrect. I've always guessed the mole every time correctly, depending on the order of the uh, episodes that I've released. I think maybe Dean might be the mole. Potentially. It'll be confirmed if Dan thinks so. Dan, who do you think the mole is? Dean, okay. I do think Dean's the mole. Okay, so we've got one vote for Dean. Dicko, who do you think the mole is? Dino. Dean. Dean, who do you think the mole is? Dan. Dan, okay. <laughs> okay. Selma, what have you written down? I wrote down Dan. Dan? Yeah. Interestingly, not Dean? Which one's which? <laughs> I'm Dean and I'm on oh, your team. <laughs> okay, so... You know, that, you know that boy that's been sitting next to you for the past hour? And I, I he hasn't made eye contact with me yet. Yeah, one, oh, little, now we have. one little E. <laughs> one little E is all it takes. Okay, so. I actually meant Dean. I'm so sorry, boys. <laughs> I've... Just be mesmerized by both of you. So it happens all the time. Because of that, that means the guesses are tied. So the mole might have gotten away with it if they're on the losing team. uh, Or because of one E. Or because we missed a little E there. I never, (laughs) never miss the E. (laughs) Dean, are you the mole? Yep. Oh, Oh, you... And you you wouldn't have gotten away with it if it wasn't for Selma writing down there you Dan go. accidentally. That was all part of the ploy. Don't let her know my name. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only strategy. I feel the like rest it, of my strategy was absolutely terrible. I, I feel like say. inadvertently I just like helped you to the dub there as well without How? even doing it. Just because I'm his twin. Oh, true. I, yeah, it's a 50-50 shot. The reason I got so many questions wrong is this whole time I've been trying to figure out which one's which and I genuinely... I'm so sorry in advance again. Yeah, Dan was smashing it in that final round. It yeah, couldn't have been definitely. A- agreeing to play, I was like, I'm one in four getting the mole. I don't want to be the mole because <laughs> I'm the last person that will pull off being the mole. So yeah. I was trying to think when I answered my first no, question, what am I supposed to well. do? Thanks. It was, I, I, th- I was convinced up until that final round, I was convinced it was Dan. I actually also very much enjoy general knowledge trivia and I like really love oh, answering. So see, I was like, damn it. So <laughs> I have to know, do you really hate nine to five? I hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he loves it so much. And I he knew is, that. He yeah, has that trolled was a huge me. giveaway. He's trolled me with it. I tried to pick something that would be interesting he, to tell the story it was, about. It was yeah. well done because he mentioned like a sentimental, like nostalgic memory mm. of being with the family. And I was like, look, that's where value is in music for me, especially music that sticks around for a long time so I was like it almost could throw me but 
I know oh, I true. love it and I know that that grates him because I love it. And if it comes on, like Th- I'll those do. Those memories of that Europe trip are nightmares for me, thinking about <laughs> that. Every time I hear that song, it takes me back to him annoying the crap I'll out of me. I'll literally like, I, like dance in his <laughs> face and like just like really like lean into my Dolly Parton, like my inner Dolly Parton. And I just know oh. that, yeah, if I ever wanted to grind his gears, you know, that song as the vehicle or anything else, yeah, that's definitely that's where the hatred funny. comes from. Well. That means you've gotten away with it, Dean. Well done. Just skin of my teeth, yeah. So <laughs> the lack of a, a, a spelling kind of error. Yeah, exactly. It was all part of the strategy, honestly. It's the first that. time we've had a mole win through mistaken identity, <laughs> which is awesome. Selma, so, uh, where can we uh, follow you and hear about your things that are coming up? <laughs> Um, well, I, I'm going back to school after this uh, podcast. I've not done too well. So if you want to see me out of school, um, report me. No, let me start that again. Um, <laughs> you can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, um, all the usual social media media things. I'm a young person, so I'm everywhere. Fantastic. Dean and Dan, what's coming up for Ballpark Music? What's coming up? We've got a tour coming up. Tickets are nearly all sold out already, Ooh. which is great. This means we won't have to worry about talking about it and convincing people to come for the next few mm-hmm. months, but it's called Get the Effing Nerds Back On Tour. Why did you call it that? Did somebody say that? One day we did a show in Newcastle. It was a festival. Um, and then, yeah, after the set, one of our friends was out watching the next band, who shall remain unnamed. And, yeah, a punter just stood up because they weren't enjoying it and said, oh, this is terrible. Get the fucking nerds back on. <laughs> and, yeah, our friend told us about it. And f- since then we've gone, maybe we just embrace that, you know. It's nothing wrong with it. That's who we are. That's the little pocket of the Australian music industry we uh, occupy. After some quick Googling, I can see that that band was the Kooks. Well, there you go. On New Year's Eve, actually, I was going to tell you, I was... um talking to some friends at, at the QA hotel and they brought some other friends and this guy was talking to me about music for ages, for hours, just like here and there and talking. And he's like, but you guys are doing quite well, right? And I was like, oh, we haven't played in ages. He's like, ballpark music? I'm like, do you think I'm the singer of ballpark music? On. He's like, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. amount of pictures we get sent to us of like literally just a white, like middle-aged male wearing glasses. And mm. everyone's like, hey, found your doppelganger ballpark singer. And you're like, just because he's like, poor Sam. Yeah, he's been every single person with glasses. That's a wild. Oh, man, recently yeah. this um, Aussie cricketer debuted named Todd Murphy and he wears glasses, had a cracker debut. And we got comments that said, congratulations on the five for mate. Like just out of nowhere, <laughs> completely unprompted. Like thank you so much for that. Yeah, Absolutely. It's outrageous. And Dicko, you're always trying to claw your way back onto television. What are you doing? Yeah, I've been developing TV shows. I came up with a great one last week. It's called Aerobics Oz Style. But instead of hot chicks, it's little people dressed as munchkins doing aerobics. Oh, will catch on. Oz Style. Okay. Why are you all looking at me? <laughs> are, you, are you expecting me to be hashtag triggered? <laughs> I, for one, love munchkins and women. I love women and their achievements. <laughs> I'm just trying to make Dicko look better. <laughs> and, of course, you can follow me at Eamon Clark on Instagram, not on your ride of the live music game show and isolation trivia. Thanks for listening. Yay! Yay!